In this episode of the Tramway Visual Arts Podcasts, we speak to the team behind the curiously titled Folding Clouds and Hoovering Hills, an exhibition in Tramway 5. Giant are a company that specialise in creating inspiring, curious and unexpected arts experiences for children under 12 and their families. Based in Glasgow, Giant work with a core in-house team and freelance artists, musicians, dancers, performers, sculptors and writers who bring in their special talents for a variety of projects across a variety of locations. For their latest work, Folding Clouds and Hoovering Hills, Giant have brought together three artists. Marie McAvanagh, Giant's Artistic Director, Sarah Kensington, a sound artist, and Rachel Mimietz, a visual artist. The artists are currently working in Tramway's street-facing gallery, Tramway 5, installing the exhibition. They were kind enough to chat to us about the project before it opens to the public. So my name is Maria McAvanagh, and I'm Artistic Director of Giant. Um, Giant's a children's arts organisation and we work with kids under 12. Um, The kind of work that we create is we work with kids collaborating with them and professional artists to create work Um, and that work can take the form of a project or an event Um, and we work with kids um, from all over Glasgow, all over Glasgow area um, and sometimes get families involved as well Um, and the kind of work we create um, really is, is about a collaboration between artists and children because it's very important to us that we see kids as artists. So a lot of the ideas that we come up with will be in collaboration with kids or kids will come up with really inspiring ideas that will maybe commission artists to take that wee bit further. Thanks. And the, this upcoming exhibition, Folding Clouds and Hoovering Hills, has been developed um, as part of that collaborative process with kids as, as um, what you call the giant factory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, would you just like to talk us a bit through the process? Okay. Um, the giant factory is about ideas. Um, and the, the first, the sort of the, the, the way it started at the beginning um, we basically sat down as a team and came up with ideas and decided we'd like to work with some children to take those ideas further. Um, so the first part of the process was working with, with the artists and then working with kids to basically develop the ideas, again work, working very closely with kids. Um, so we worked with three different groups in and around the tramway um, area and then we have been in resident in Tramway for the last three weeks working with those ideas that the kids have come up with to develop further, um, working, artists working together to do that and then inviting kids back as a almost like a steering group to critique the artists and the work that they've been producing um, and to see if it, if it fitted with what the kids' um, kind of ideas and aspirations were. Um, so that was a really interesting process um, and then from that the work is being created this week and after that then the kids will come back um, and explore this environment that we've created um, and again give us their feedback and evaluation and, but I think that will probably come out of the way the kids respond to the space and how they I suppose how they um, interact with the space and explore it. How has the the work been developed in Tramway? How has how has um, working within Tramway influenced this project? It's been a great influence. Um, obviously, we knew we had T five the visual arts space for quite some time, so we've been able to come in and out and actually enjoy and be part of creating work in the space. So one of the pieces of work that's happening in the space. Um, which came from um, workshops with the kids where we did a lot of planting with the kids um, was actually to grow some grass in the tramway lines um, which lead you through the space and, and then kind of 
create different spaces and demarcations throughout the space. And also that space has got an amazing view out onto the street. So we had this idea to create um, kaleidoscopes, which again has stemmed from another workshop that we did with the groups. Um, and those kaleidoscopes, again, look at, the in, look at the exterior and bringing it indoors, which is one of the main themes of the, of the project. Uh, my name's Rachel Mimates and um, I'm an artist and I've worked a lot at Tramway actually as I was artist in resident at the Hidden Gardens um, in 2006 to 2008. So what's been your involvement in this project? Um, I've, I suppose I've had quite a long relationship with Giant so my involvement has been um, from conversations very early on with uh, Maria and Karen talking about this idea of a, a giant factory and working with children and creating this kind of atmosphere of creativity um, and then I was invited to be part of the Folding Clouds Hoovering Hills project and worked with um, the kids group in Tramway. So if you'd just like to tell us a bit about your experience of working in this, this process with the, the giant factory. Um, I suppose it's quite a difficult concept for people maybe to get their heads around about kind of working with children and then developing some of the ideas that were explored through preliminary workshops um, and taking a lot of the ideas that the children came up with and then translating them and developing them into an installation that then they again can come to and respond to um, and have some kind of changing impact on it. I think when you work with children, you're, um, you, I think most artists actually probably see the world very like children and that's part of the charm about making work and being creative. You can retain that kind of childlike experience of the world and so when you work with children they always kind of bring something to the pot that changes the experience for you and particularly with a project like this where you're actually looking to develop ideas from that experience they're really aware of how they make things their interpretation of things how they respond to stuff that you can then go oh, that's really interesting that's a really interesting way to solve a problem um, from that perspective of just joining two things together or how you might um, draw something. There's always a kind of, oh, it's very hard to draw like a child. They've got this amazing ability that's just really relaxed and sort of generates these amazing drawings that you wish you could do yourself. So I suppose it's kind of trying to sort of capture that feeling and how you might kind of, that might affect your work in lots of different ways, I suppose. So I'm trying to make giant things from the models that the children I worked with made these models and I'm sort of translating how they made these models into larger scale. So you mentioned um, there that you were the um, artist in residence in the Hidden Gardens mm -hmm. from 2006 to 2008. How did that prior relationship to Tramway and the Hidden Gardens affect how you worked on the project? Um, I suppose I've got a very, un I've, I know everybody in the building so that actually really helps and kind of like able to kind of go you know from just coming in the morning going hello hello I'm back um, to um, just understanding the spaces and how um, for instance I made some kaleidoscopes with a project in Hidden Gardens and it's been really good for this project to actually realise an ambition to make giant kaleidoscopes so that's kind of been nice so that you know I, I was um, it's something that kind of linked into what we were doing with my workshops and so it's been good to kind of revisit that. I am Sarah Kensington and I'm a sound artist and I've been brought in here to get some noises in the space. How did you first come to be involved in the project? They wanted Mark Vernon but he couldn't do it. <laughs> so he said, 
got he's, he recommended me because I'd worked with him before um, we did a they gave us an old derelict council house in Oxford and it asked us to turn it into a musical instrument what was your experience of working with the groups during the uh, the workshop part of this project that was great fun yeah we were listening to bird song because this exhibition is about trying to bring the outside in in a way I thought it'd be a nice soundtrack to get some bird song in it and um, and we were out in the secret garden there in tramway they were all too hot so we just did water based musical instruments so they'd got wet quite a lot and did lots of gurgly noises we ended up making boats and having a boat race around the bed, but that was a bit we went a bit off track with that one sounds um, like fun though it was great fun yeah Jack and you were working with the artists on the project? Um, yeah. I, I come to um, a Saturday art class and then Rachel from Giant came on and she did a workshop with us. And then um, some of our um, work was um, included in um, this um, the Shem show. So what do you think of what the artists have managed to do with your ideas? Um, I think it's really good and I like the idea of folding um, clothes in Hoovering House. Do you feel that uh, they've captured what, what you uh, explored in the workshops? Yeah, I think they captured it very, very well. I'd just like to tell us your name. Isaac. Thanks, Isaac. And you were involved in the workshops? Uh, yeah. And what was your experience of, of the workshops? Well, um, I really like to do all the, well, it was visual arts and I really like to work with the clay models and everything. Did you get to do some clay modelling in the workshops as well? Uh, yeah, we were making our own little um, sort of creatures that could find our palms one day and we put them outside, which was really cool. And do you see some of what you were helping to create in this piece now? Uh, yeah, um, well, I've seen the uh, pictures that we've done over on the walls and uh, I really like that as a collage. So, um, if you just introduce yourself first of all. I'm Rachel Rachel, really nice to speak to you today. And uh, what have you been looking at in the space so far? Um, um, the pictures on the wall and the knitted branches um, and the big kaleidoscopes. And what's, what's your favourite thing so far? Um, I think the big kaleidoscopes. The big kaleidoscopes. They're very pretty, aren't they? Yeah. Great. And were you involved in the workshops? Yes. And and what was that experience like? What did you do? Um, we made um, models and drew pictures of things that you would find outside, and then like, you kind of used them to make this, like the pictures in the walls of the trees, and the pictures we drew of things outside. And who am I speaking to? Kira. Kira, very nice to meet you, Kira. And what have you been looking at? Um, a telescope. A telescope. And what can you see when you look through? Shapes. Shapes. What kind of shapes? Triangles and circles. And what colours are they? Red, green, and yellow. 
So um, you talked a bit there about the giant kaleidoscopes yes. and a few other things, giant things yeah, in the giant exhibition. Yeah, it's well, a lot. <laughs> I'm, I guess I'm concentrating on giantness, if there's such a word. Um, so I'm built again. I'm responding to the models that the children I worked with made, and then creating things that people can, for instance, like a giant pipe cleaner that you're able to. I'm saying giant, they're about a metre long, but that's in scale, proportion from what a pipe cleaner is, that's pretty big. Um, so they're able to bend and shape things and people are able to kind of maybe create things in the space. Um, and a giant log that you might be able to crawl through and giant trees that are based on kind of really sort of simple kind of components that were explored in models with the children. You kind of explained this in part, but what would you say um, uh, audiences can expect when they enter the space? Um, I think the kind of thing that I was, I kind of thought about this a little bit, and it's a bit, it's an exhibition for children and for grown-ups that still think like them. And I think that's kind of what it's about. It's maybe a space where normally when you go into an art gallery, you're not allowed to touch anything or move anything. And that's a different experience from this exhibition where people can come in and move things about, play, make something in the space, do a drawing potentially, change something in the space, make a sound. So it's very interactive, but it's kind of a creative space that hopefully people will feel um, comfortable in and able to just spend some time in rather than sort of rush in and rush out. So what are you, what are you hoping the children going into the exhibition will get out of, of being in the space? I think it's. I think that's a question for them. You know, I mean, it'd be really interesting to hear what they, how they respond to it, and we're really interested in that as well. And we've already had groups coming back to visit and have a look at what we're we're doing sort of midway, and it was a really positive response. Um, and people, I think, it's suddenly that concept of taking uh, an idea that's been generated from a little human being and making it into kind of quite a grown-up experience but with a kind of children's slant so I think they understand it and they will understand the space and know what to do in the space automatically I think because it will be an inviting space you won't want to just walk through it you want to you know sit on a hill or make an object or bang a, a, a ping or yeah, or bend. So it'll have all those kind of. It'll be very action driven. And do you think adults will interact with the exhibition in a different way? Hopefully, they'll they'll find sort of like minded conversations to have with young people and children in the space. Um, I don't know. I think hope. Well, it's for me from my perspective. It's it's a lot of the things I'm making kind of a generate a kind of. A memory about childhood and um, so I think that's probably what would happen well let's hope that grown-ups would get that kind of memory and feel probably a little bit tempted to make something as well. Well I've made um, a big sound dome thing it's like a sort of massive jellyfish in a big space as though it's like you could go inside and there might be a little gypsy in there telling you fortune, but there isn't. But there could be, you know. I've built this space on the same principles as you would build a musical instrument. So it's an 
acoustic environment. The building is designed to actually focus and amplify sound like a, an amphitheatre or something like that. Thinking about what the others are doing and they've talked about beehives and that kind of thing so I was imagining might be something that an, uh, an animal could have built a bit so it's based on a honeycomb thing and then I use paper which is a bit like a wasp nest you know that kind of thing so if you could just introduce yourself first of all um, I'm Ruby Jean I'm 10 years old and um, I really like what's going on today can you tell us a bit about what you can see in the space right now? Um, I can see uh, lots of different things, um, like the beehive house, which is full of little people. And I can also see um, something that resembles a house and an Indian palace. An Indian palace, that's fantastic. And have you tried to make some sounds in the, in the, the space in the centre? had a go on the musical instruments yet? Not yet, but I'd like to have a go. Fantastic. And, and what's been your favourite thing you've seen today? Um, probably um, everyone going around having a good time. I love to make sure that other people are having fun. So you, you mentioned a bit about the grass and the kaleidoscopes. What can audiences expect when they enter the space? They can expect um, a very exciting experience which is very much um, leading leading kids and families around the space to interact with a lot of the pieces of work um, so we have created a, a sound globe where kids can go inside and they can create their own music their own sounds but also they can listen to an overall soundscape um, which has been created with um, some of the kids from previous group we have a, we've created a, a, a really beautiful hill which, um, which has been made out of um, carpet felt underlay, um, which can be just a really enjoyable space for the kids to sit in. Um, we've also got like little areas of the carpet that pull out so they can explore what, ha- what lies hidden within the different shapes of the carpet. Um, we also have little puddles and splashes and spills, which are going to be um, put throughout the space, which again lead as a track in through the exhibition but also in areas where kids can sit, relax, um, and basically um, have fun and play, because um, I think reflection and mirrors are quite an important thing to kids. Um, we've also created folding clouds, which are paper structures, which again, we've, we've worked on with the kids, um, and they'll be hanging above the space, um, again, for the kids to enjoy. <laughs> you kind of answered this in part, but um, what are you hoping that children will, will get out of the experience of being in the exhibition? Um, I hope they, first of all, I hope they really enjoy it and have um, have a really good time. But it's also about letting kids ex- express themselves as well. So we have areas where kids, again, can, can become part of the whole experience and interact and leave their mark. So we'll have areas where they can... Um, leave their drawings, um, their thoughts and ideas um, and also if they're creating their own music that there's ways that we can record that so that it's not just about, it's not just a visual thing it's about diff- lots of different um, 
lots of different sensory things being added into the space and hopefully the kids will just come in and have a lovely time and leave leave something behind for us fantastic and do you think adults will engage with the exhibition in a different way I think I think the exhibition could be for adults as well I mean I think there's there's areas in it which um again I suppose as a child as a as an artist there's a lot of things that you you want to explore a lot of materials are very explorative so I'm hoping that adults will enjoy it as much as kids and will move through it and become excited by different elements of it as well um, and part of the the exhibition is that uh, there's going to be a series of kind of happenings, events happening in the exhibition space. Um, do you know what some of these are going to be, or can you give us a taste of what these might be? Yeah. Um, well, as their top secret at the moment, um, we have we've a, a selection of artists from different um, disciplines that are going to come in and work in the space. Um, we have a musician is going to come and work with some of the sounds that have already been created and bring in some of his instruments and be in the space for a couple of days just experimenting. And then he's going to do a little performance at the end, which is for an audience that just happened to be there. So the, ha- the happenings and interventions are not really about um, a particular time where things happen. It's really about if you happen to be there at the right time, then you might become involved in something. And again, that's to express the excitement and um, the kind of curiosity of things that might just appear in the space. Um, and we also have um, we also have an artist coming in who is a seed bomber, and he's going to be sharing some of his designs and thoughts and experiences of how he how he gardens. Um, um, and he's going to be running a little workshop as well with some of the materials that he uses and some of the plants and things. So that should be very exciting as well. So how can how can listeners find out more about Giant? Okay, um, we have a website which is www.giantproductions.org, and on the website has all the information about what's been happening in Giant, what's coming up, what's new, how to be part of the mailing list. Um, which if you sign up to, then you basically get sent out our newsletter and our bulletin of all that's happening in, in the future. Um, there'll also be information at the exhibition that you can pick up and also an area where you can sign up to our mailing list. That's great. Thanks, Maria, for talking to us today. Thank you. OK, if you just introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Katie. And you were involved in the workshop? Yes. Do you want to just tell us a bit about what you were doing in the workshop? Well, we, we um, Rachel came in and we did stuff for five weeks for this. Before we were doing stuff with Teen and Sky. And we did, well, we worked on, for this thing, we worked on models. And um, we built lots of different models for us. And then we based uh, the fit models on some of the stuff here. And then... We've, we've done lots of different ways of drawing, like drawing with your other hand or, or drawing with, um, um, without lifting up your pencil and stuff. So we did lots of different stuff like that. Um, What's your favourite thing that you can see today? I like the sound room. The sound room? Have you had a go at playing the instruments? Yeah. <laughs> um, my name's Michael Hopgood. I'm Katie's dad who you just spoke to. And uh, you've, you've got a kid who was involved in the workshop process. Yes, yes. Why, why do you think it's so important to have experiences like this for kids? Well, um, Katie's always had an interest in, in, in art and doing things in an artistic way. And so 
um, we've been to the tramway quite a number of times and in, in enjoyed the kind of work that goes on here. And then it's actually my wife found out about these series of courses that go on on a Saturday morning, and we asked Katie if she wanted to to have a go at it and she, she, she went along for uh, seven or eight weeks or whatever it was and really really enjoyed it and came back with lots of kind of positive experiences and she was really keen to go every Saturday morning couldn't wait to get down here that's fantastic what do you think she gets out of, of the classes I think um, just maybe um, looking at art in slightly different ways that, that, that other than that you know other than that she gets in school um, I'm a school teacher myself so I know how uh, arts is taught in primary schools and I think perhaps in these kind of courses with, with specialists and people who are you know, are really into their art. It, it rubs off on on the kids and helps them to to develop their own vision of the world and artistic skills and so on. And what do you think of the the space in the exhibition today? I, I think it looks I think it looks looks really good. Um, you know, I can recognise some of the ideas have come from the kids because of what Katie's told me and what she's brought home and what we've seen when we've picked her up. Um, and everyone's um, you know worked really hard because we came to see this a couple of weeks ago when it was. Uh, just an empty space and I'm quite amazed that they've uh, they've managed to create something in such a a short space of time it looks really good and the kids are are really into it you can see that just by going around and seeing them interacting with uh, with all the different uh, parts of the exhibition it's great we've been looking at that big um, beehive thing and it's really nice it's really nice were you involved in the workshops yeah and can you tell me a bit about what you did in the workshops well, we got like all sorts of stuff, like um, string that we made guitars and we made music. You made music. Was that with um, Sarah? Yeah. And and can you tell me a bit about what Sarah's done with your ideas? Um, she's put them up in show. Do you like what she's Do you like what she's created here? Yeah. And what's your, been your favourite thing that you've seen? Um, I think it's the thing that's been trained up there. The kaleidoscope. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Can you tell us about how you made your little person? Um, I just got a stick and some like, materials and made clothes on it and drew a face on it. And uh, does your little person have a name? Yeah. Not yet. <laughs> Fantastic. Were you also involved in the workshops? No. And what's brought you along today? Um, my friends wanted to they said if I could come along and see what they had done. Uh, and what do you think of what your friends been involved in? It's good. It's, it looks it looks quite fun. And um, have you been to Tramway before? Yeah. What What do you think um, is so uh, good for kids in this space? That there's things to do and, and uh, when you're off school um, there's not, you could just come along and go out in the gardens. Well, I'm Neve and I'm 10 years old. Thanks Neve. And you were involved in the workshops? Yes. Would you like to tell us a bit about what you did? Well, it was quite cool because I mean, like, we were basically doing um, what outside was inside, so that was quite good. We've kind of like done it, like obviously like the grass and the and the thing, just the pipe cleaners and the and we've it's quite strange because it was quite a lot of things that we did. So, what do you think of what the artists have, have pulled together out of the really ideas? Because cool, I mean, it's it's exactly like what you'd think holding clouds and hoofing hills would be like. And is there anything particular that you really like in the space? I like the whole how they've drawn on the walls and like all the whole trees and the aeroplanes and the birds and everything. 
Is there anything in the space that you can say, yeah, I, I helped to do that? Basically brought our, our ideas into something bigger, really. So that's it, kind of. Giants Folding Clouds and Hoovering Hills is open to the public until the 15th of August. Opening hours for the exhibition are Tuesday to Friday, 12 noon to 5pm, and Saturdays and Sundays, 12 noon to 6pm, in Tramway 5. The exhibition is free to visit and suitable for all ages. Tramway are also having a family day in association with the Giant Exhibition. This takes place on Sunday the 8th of August from 10am to 6pm and features workshop activities from Giant, a pop-up circus big top in the Hidden Gardens from Bright Night International and sunprint photo workshops in Tramway 4, as well as the usual goodie bags quiz and work from star catchers, artist in residence, Katie Wilson. Tramway Visual Arts Podcasts are available to download online from iTunes. Simply search for Tramway Visual Arts in the iTunes store and hit subscribe. They're also available to stream from SoundCloud with no need to download at www.soundcloud.com forward slash tramway. You can contact Tramway for more information on 0845 330 3501 or visit the website www.tramway.org.